This is a story for those who wish that they could truly read between the lines of the book they were reading and see the world of the story through the eyes of the author. For those who wish that they could make nonfiction from fiction. For those who wish that dreams were true. This is a story of a group of wayward friends who came together from the far reaches of two worlds to come together and to help make dreams reality. This is Hazeltown's story. Hello and welcome to Hazeltown Story, episode 37. Uh, this is the fourth part of the Tom's Diner arc, so if you're just joining us for the first time, it might be a good idea to at least start from the beginning of the arc, if not from the beginning of the series, so you can actually understand what's going on. So, uh, with that, um, we are continuing, obviously, where we left off uh, last arc, or last episode of this arc, uh, in which uh, it turns out that uh, some magic went awry and... Uh, Bobby and Tessin have found themselves in a little bit of a pickle, uh, which they are going to hopefully uh, get out of. Um, although I will go ahead and say, uh, due to some on and the uh, not in the you know the lore of the game or, or the world of the game in actual uh, real world, uh, unfortunately uh, Rafferty's been having some uh, technical difficulties uh, with uh, his uh, living situation, so. Um, Unfortunately, he was not able to join us in this session. However, everyone else was able to join. So uh, we got full crew other than Rafferty. Uh, so we're continuing on. Um, and that's pretty much it. Basically, um, our crew has been trying to find uh, spies in the busy part of town and have are trying to investigate, or last time, we're trying to investigate the Thousand Voice Club which is a giant club in which uh, many, it's basically a lot of, a place where you can have a lot of spoken word decks. Um, try to um, go and find something out about a, a hidden panel uh, and end up getting themselves stuck and pissing off uh, someone who worked there. So uh, with that, um, that's pretty much where we were at. Uh, if you need a brief uh, introduction. Um, nothing else, uh, like game-wise, uh, or at least episode-wise to make, yeah, uh, nothing else of importance in regards to, like, scheduling or anything, um, except for the fact that, uh, this is our first episode since the schedule change, so just a reminder, um, I put out an up update, uh, last week or the week before, uh, basically saying that, um, Media Delta and Hazeltown Story, or Media Delta, the sister, or the kind of the show that happens on Tuesdays, usually this gets up on Thursdays, uh, in order to save me a little bit of time and uh, kind of reduce my stress load, uh, I am now going to release both on Thursdays, however, alternating between the two shows. So Hazeltown Story, uh, obviously you're hearing this now, next week will be Media Delta, and then Hazeltown Story. You probably already uh, have seen this already, so... Um, just say this is the first one that's going there. Uh, I am not quite sure how I am planning, uh, if I'm going to, uh, change the length of the episodes to, um, compensate for the fact that they are, um, now going to be further spaced apart. Uh, the thing is though, is that part of the problem with me, uh, spacing out these episodes is because I wanted to prevent people from getting too like backlogged. So we're probably gonna keep these episodes short. Uh, so on to the character introductions. So uh, I'm Axe and I play Arya Stragel, 
pronouns are they, them. Uh, very tall cat doctor slash mortician who also has an otter familiar. Next. Bob. Is it my turn? Yep. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Hello, I am Bob Nader. I am playing Ferris Diotero. That would be a he, him. He is a TV host for TV adventure survival program, Whole Wild World. And um, he is currently here on location to change up the show a little bit. All right. I'm Carnival. I'm playing Yuhar Governor. They, them. They're a psychic pirate. Sorry, retired psychic pirate from the South China Sea. I'm, of course, Deathmaster780. I am playing Bobby, whose pronouns are he, him, the opposite of mine. Uh, is a businessman of some sorts. He also has a guitar, and he's not afraid to use it. I'm Torpid Typist. I'm playing Aravia, she, her. Uh, and she is basically a drifter who's good at three things drinking eating and kicking ass yes i've been staying here for the time being and now with that done let's get on with the episode we're gonna start this off uh with basically the events uh that occurred after the brouhaha that happened uh at the thousand uh thousand voices club uh where tassant uh got himself stuck got themselves themselves stuck um and uh yeah uh d pass was called and uh things are going to uh happen uh so basically what happens then uh is that uh since you notified or Bo i think bobby notified them first uh well bobby called toby yeah so what i was about to say uh is that toby arrived on the scene first uh and uh basically helped got get Tassant stuck unstuck and basically took him away or took them away to uh uh go and basically took them away to places um basically took him outside for a moment uh and then waited for the rest of uh basically some backup and basically kind of put them in a uh kind of a van and uh, went and basically saw that band kind of go away. Uh, and then once that happened, Toby's going to kind of go, goes back into the club um, because, or I should say, uh, so Bobby, uh, who, what, what are you, once you see that happen, what do you do? Nothing. Probably just continues setting up for the show. All right. Uh, and just so, waits for Toby to come back. So yeah, so Toby comes back into the building uh, and walks up to you. And you see him kind of looking a little bit confused. Uh, and uh, he just kind of is like, uh, so, so what, what, what are you doing? Oh, why me? I'm setting up for my show, of course. Fine That's... job you did, officer. He says loud enough for like anyone who might be eavesdropping. Very good work. He claps a hand on the shoulder. All right, that that's that's very good. What what were you? What was he? Or what were they doing in there? An autograph. Well, I don't know. Why don't you come on over here? You and I can talk about it. He walks like the far side of the stage. All right. Uh, Toby follows. So yeah, apparently Tassant over there 
found some sort of panel or something and was investigating it when uh they started making an awful loud racket. Yeah, I I I see that. Trying to do go and in, go invisible to try and go underneath there? Well, apparently. It's you know, it's it's like noon. Like I figured you like you know, I don't uh you know not to uh so to speak uh say anything of ill will against your your group uh but i figured that if you were going to do this kind of nonsense you would at least have the common sense to do it not at noon of course we're doing at noon there's nobody here there's no shows or anything starting yet yeah but there's staff around yes if they had caught them backstage they were going to be finding a speaker for me because mine is broken and it's making an awful racket. He flips a switch on his guitar speaker and it starts making an awful racket. I'm like someone took a boot to it in the parking lot before he came inside. Okay. Yes. Well, incidentally, it sounded a lot. That was a lot like the noise Tassin was making. He then flips it off. Very interesting. Um, look, uh, if now, but the good news is now you're here. Because you can help make up for Tassin's mistakes. Yeah, uh, about that. Um, I don't think that really, if word got out that we... Pretty sure that guy wouldn't. Yeah. Um, so, let, hmm, let me... He, uh, Toby just kind of looks back towards... Um, the quote-unquote mouse man. Uh, so, if you... I take it... I don't know how long uh, you've been in the city. Um, yes. Um, there has been rumors, as far as I remember, that there is something up that people are using this club for things that have ranged from whatever you could think of having a club be used for. And like, we've never really like, we've been called in to take a look for things. And every single time that we've done that, uh, it's always ended us look with us looking like idiots. Hmm. Well, time for revenge, I guess. Go find yourself a thief. Okay. Uh, am I just looking for anything? Anything that could reasonably be used as a receiver for those bugs we found. That's what we were doing here, after all. Oh, so you think that the the person might be hiding something? Of course. Those signals had to be going somewhere. We were, myself and Tassin, were investigating here. The rest of the group was investigating that uh, wretched hell place down the street. Yeah, well... I guess that actually wouldn't be the worst thing to start with. Uh, any particular... Th- hmm. A transceiver, what kind... Hmm. It could be practically anything. Well, just anything that catches your eye. And Bobby couldn't tell the difference. All right. Well, I suppose that we can get a crew to do that. Um, but... uh. Uh, I will go and take a brief look around and uh, see if I can find anything 
at least at first glance, but uh, I have a feeling with the size of this place, uh, we're going to need a team to go through this. Well, less fear we had it would probably be somewhere somewhere on the south side of the building, the closest to the diner. It does make sense, but it's still a pretty large building. There's few, there's multiple floors in this building. Well, we are best then. And me, I'll do mine. Strums this guitar. Real All quick, right. uh, where are we right now? And who's with us? Uh, so right now we are in the uh, Thousand Voices Club. This is right after the events of the last session in which uh, Tassin got themselves stuck. Okay, I see. Uh, so basically, Toby, uh, uh, basically the uh, our D-Pass, uh, kind of the uh, law enforcement, or basically the law enforcement slash paramedic organization of the area is uh, that we have as a contact is basically chatting with Bobby because Bobby called them. Uh, so after that, uh, t- Toby just kind of walks around and just walks over to uh, the, uh, the quote unquote, the mouse man uh, and basically tells him, uh, tells him that he's going to take a look around. And he, he looks uh, kind of still annoyed from what just happened. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he just kind of resigns himself and just kind of goes back into his office. Uh, but before he kind of goes into the back area, he kind of looks around, looks back at you and just kind of looks at you for a bit and then just walks back. Uh, you mean Bobby? Yes. Hmm. Bobby just waggles his eyebrows at him. Suggestively. He he just walks back. Uh, so is there anything else you want to do uh, at the club other than strum the guitar? No. Bobby's just waiting, seeing if anyone suspicious shows up or is hanging around the panel. All right. Uh, the only thing that you see is basically at some point, uh, one of the someone who looks like a tech uh, just kind of comes up, uh, notices the open panel and just closes it. Mm. Um, and then they put something in front of the opening. Hmm. Uh, so with that, uh, that uh, leaves us with uh, the other crew. Uh, it is just to just to remind everyone of the uh, locales that you can go to. Um, we're gonna so just to describe Welcome Square again. Uh, I just need to check. Do I have my thing that you can see? Oh, do do, do I have? Um, you're looking for that mock-up image you made of the buildings? Yeah, uh, I, I thought I had a thing in here that was like, hmm. You go ahead, describe. I'll just look for it and. Yeah. It. Uh, so, yeah. Let me. Actually, I can do this real quick. Um, I found it. Okay, I just want to make sure that it's a little bit more as up-to-date as I can get it here. Because also I have this built in. New, new. Okay. So a brief description of the area that we are dealing with is uh, in a U-shaped pattern going around uh, 
this square uh, with a little kind of insert in the left side. Uh, there is a giant park that goes around the Welcome Square, uh, which in the park there are a multitude of statues and uh, that kind of go over the history of the area, as well as just, you know, some places that people can relax. Uh, also some uh, a few sports courts. Uh, in the uh, kind of northwest of the location, you have four smaller but taller buildings. Uh, you have the Welcome Inn, which is a hotel. You have a clinic, uh, which is just a, uh, you know, just a clinic of the regional like hospital system uh, that has, um, you know, it's a clinic uh, that has that can take multiple things. You um, could just say that's a clinic. Yeah, it's a clinic. <laughs> um, it's a clinic. You have the library, uh, and you also have uh, the Welcome to Our Finance Center, which is essentially a bank. Uh, at the very top, you have the Thousand Voices Club. Uh, at the right, which is kind of spans the majority of the square, uh, you have the Flowering Blossom Plaza, which is a multi-tiered, essentially kind of mall uh, that uh, has a multitude of restaurants, uh, kind of local stores that are more like artisans, so to speak, like they're like, you know, actual like craft people making it. It's not like uh, it's not like a... Um, I don't know why Claire's is the thing that's coming to mind. It's not like that kind oh, of mall. Wow. It's more local stuff. Uh, but there's also a kind of a grassy area in front, which is a stage which uh, people can perform at. In the very center, you, as mentioned, you have the Steinwald Welcome Center, which also has the open door in it. Uh, at the uh, southwest of the square, you have the Dancing Queen, which is the discotheque. Uh, and you also have uh, the S... SCA, uh, the SCA uh, Cineplex, which is a giant, uh, you know, Cineplex. The Cineplex. And also at the bottom, you have the Transport Center, which is a basically where you can take the uh, the kind of the Sky Trolley, which is basically the uh, if you think of like the train, like if you like if you think like the trolley system that's like in San Francisco or like the the various the train system like in Chicago, it's basically it's a people mover. Uh, but you also have access to parking for cars and also uh, subway. Um, you can get right. some good sandwiches. Yes. Um, uh, but yes, uh, that is where you can go in this kind of area. I'd like just to do. I'm sorry. Uh, just a reminder, it is around noon. What can I do to gather everybody together? Because I feel like that's important right now. Well, a bunch think... of us are going towards the dancing queen yeah. to investigate yeah, this card that we found. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go with them. Okay. You're going with us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I'm basically asking is I'd like to speak with the others while we have some kind of privacy. Sure, well, we, are, we, we can go and... out here in the park. Look. Yep. This is perfectly fine. No one's going to notice us talking yet. And if they do, then that's our that's our sign. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, you know, take a look around, make sure no one's listening on us or anything. I'm going to show my notebook. It's got all the names of the people we were sent to look into, like you have written down. And I'm going to tell people we need some kind of plan for investigating if or if we should just go down the list one by one and try to rule people out. You plan? Wait, yeah, wait, you plan? <laughs> well, I'm asking them if they have a plan. 
I, th- I think that's a bit ahead, going a bit ahead, because the plan of the moment was just looking for like listening equipment or receivers to the bugs. Yeah, mostly they also tend to fly by the seat of their pants. All right. Yeah. I guess I'm more wondering if we have like any idea where we're going to start. I guess starting no, at the gonna... club would work. Yeah, we're going to case the disco. Yeah, sure. Case the disco. It's going to suck, but we will. Uh, disco's not that bad. You're wrong. You're very wrong. There's a reason why he refuses to go. Incredible. All right. Wrong. In that case, I'll go with them to the disco, like, like, like I said. All right. Uh, so uh, you all walk into the disco and uh, it is, you know, relatively quiet. It is noon. Uh, so people are mostly in there uh, to kind of set up like the music isn't really going. Uh, there is a like a bar in the area and, and there is actually a small restaurant inside. Um, but it is not as lively as you would imagine one of the biggest discotheques in the city being. Fucking uh, noon at a disco, of course it's not lively. Uh, it just opened. So it is mostly just people who work there, kind of. And uh, as you walk in, you see uh, to the immediate side, uh, you see a bar that kind of wraps around this very long building. Uh, that has also a bunch of different kind of seating area or like kind of different seating like places. Uh, you see a the large dance hall that's in the or the dance floor that's kind of in the center of it uh, that takes up a good majority of the area. You can see that the kind of seating goes all the way to the back and kind of wraps around. Uh, you can also see a staircase going up to where there is more. Uh, kind of seating and also where some of the offices are. Uh, you see a handful of people, like maybe like five or six, kind of roaming around, just kind of checking what's going on in some of the, like, just kind of setting things up and cleaning and all that. Okay, who has the card? I do. Okay. And the card is just like a business card for this place, right? It's a yes. business card, and apparently on the back it has some line items, some numbers, and some some uh, text written out. Uh, also, another thing to note is that on the card, uh, the person whose name is on it uh, is Ember King Fisher, and uh, the job title is owner. <laughs> wow, that's a randomly generated name if ever I fucking heard one. So, I'm going to look at the others. I'm going to tell them I have an idea. I'm going to tell them that I could probably use, you know, my whole fame and everything to try and get the owner out where we could speak to them if we have a plan for what to do next with them. I mean, that's a... Hey, that sounds less... less a, that sounds like it's going to run smoother than what my first idea was, so... What, what was your first idea? Uh... Knocking on the door. Yeah, that's bad. I was just going to hit up the bartender, but okay. So, we're both cool with that. Me just kind of announcing myself and seeing if I can use that to my advantage to get the owner out. Okay, but what are we going to do once we get the owner out? What's the plan? I, you have the business card, don't you? Yeah, but we don't know what the stuff on the back means, if it's uh, anything super important to them. I mean, we can get him talking. I'm a telepath, so... 
just get him talking about stuff and I can brain him. I hate that you do that. It's so gross. Eh. But yeah, you guys just get him talking on something that may be related to the... That just get him talking and I can just start scanning through recent memories and see what can pull up. You know, okay. you two can do the talking. I'm going to head to the bar. So, I'd like to find some of your works here real quick. Okay. Uh, so you just try and flag someone down? Yeah. All right. Uh, so you, so someone who is cleaning one of the tables kind of looks up and sees you kind of make a motion and just kind of walks up to you and say, um, is there something that we, I can help you with? Do they look like they recognize me even a little bit? Uh, no. Okay, then. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce myself, introduce my show, give them a business card, and uh, tell them I'd like to speak with the owner and kind of maybe get an interview going about this place for my show. Okay. Uh, he just kind of looks at me and is like, um, well, he's not that busy at the moment. I think, oh, it's noon. He has a... He's in a meeting right now, um, but once he's done with that, I'm sure that uh, they could probably take a look into it, I guess. He, uh, the person just kind of looks at your card and is kind of like, oh, OK, I guess that's a thing. I will tell him thank you and I will. Uh, uh, I guess I will wait with. He just kind of looks like, um. I don't know when they're going to be done, so uh, why don't you, uh, I guess, hang around? I guess I'll sit with Aravi at the bar. That's where they are, right? Yes. Okay. You know, one thing that we neglected to ask Tom that I'm, now I'm thinking about it is the times that they noticed these people arriving in the, in the, the diner. The uh, suspects that we have. So one thing that he gave you in his list uh, is actually should be times and just out of character. I think I gave I think that's actually listed in. Yes, uh, that's actually listed in your notes or in the in the lore. I don't know if I mentioned that last time, but he did also mark down when people were coming. All right. So uh, if you go over, I'll just do it this way. <laughs> Uh, I was just scrolling up and I didn't see the the notes. There. Lord. Okay. Okay, so they they gave us generalized times, not more precise times. Okay. Yep, they gave you general. It's more general. Uh, So did anyone else? So basically, now at this point, um, Ferris and Aravia are at the bar. Right. Uh, So Arya and Yuhar, what did you want to do? Uh, I guess I'm just gonna wait, wait at the, wait, wait, stay at the bar and wait till, uh, till our target shows up then, at that rate. For everyone to get drunk. Alright, uh, are you, is there something you specifically want to do? Um, I take a look around, is there anything of note at the moment, or is it just staff kind of shuffling around, getting the place ready to open? Yeah, it's mostly staff just shuffling around. All right. Well, let's see. Most of these things are... So I'm assuming we all have access to these notes. Yep. Okay. So it looks like a number of these are afternoon, evening kind of shifts. So 
I th- I think I'll I'll follow suit and take a couple shots. All right. Uh, so as you all sit down, uh, the bartender is there. Um, let's just say he is a. Hmm. Let's just say he is a. Oh, I don't know. Let's just oh you know I'm just gonna be boring and go with the most common thing here. Uh, he's a kind of taller, burlier kind of uh, rabbit man uh, that goes by the name of John. Uh, brown fur, this kind of. John the Rabbit. What a lame name. John's a Look, fine At name. least it's not going to turn into a Family Guy character. Uh, Peter. <laughs> no more. God, I can't believe that Stuart Griffin. <laughs> Peter the <laughs> Rabbit. <laughs> no, well, it's better than Stuart Griffin, the white supremacist. Mm. So anyway, I'm yeah. just going <laughs> to... I'm just going to look at this guy and kind of just introduce myself real quick and see if he notices me. Uh, so he kind of takes a look and he's like, oh, yeah, I think I've seen you on TV before. You have that nature show, right? I'll tell him I do. Huh. Got somebody actually watches that shit. Just going to just look at you. <laughs> just this uh, real blank look. It's like. Yeah, like, I I like to get out in the woods every once in a while, and yeah, I watching you kind of kind of stuck in the city most of the time, so watching you gets, kind of gets me out there, at least vicariously through you. Well, I'm, I'll tell him I'm glad he's enjoy it, and I'll ask him a little bit about himself. I'll ask him about his job at the bar and how that's going for him and everything. Well, I I used to live out in more, one of the more the kind of out, used to live out, uh, out west a little bit and came back to the, came to the city to kind of see what was going on here. Worked here for probably about a year now. Um, kind of like it. Uh, it's a it's a definitely a different different pace. You see, interesting people here. Um, I'm going to ask him what sorts of people. I mean, quite literally anyone. Uh, you've seen I've seen young people, old people, all sorts of people. People from around, people from far away. Just all sorts of different people. I guess I should ask him how far away he's talking. Uh, mostly, I, I mean, I've seen people from like the other. I've seen people from the other planet, like they when they've come here on business. Why would they ever want to come to a disco? Yeah. People have people's what they do to relax. They can't decide that really. What relaxes them? It's true. You can't account for bad taste. You're right. You know, just some, I guess some people just want to come here to kind of see what's going on. Also, it is a, also, I see a lot of people coming here from around, uh, you know, the American type, the European type, just coming here because uh, it's one of the few places you can get alcohol freely. So I'll ask him to straight up. So they get a lot of people from America here. Yeah, it's most common. I mean, we're pretty close to the border. Also, it's a big city. So sorry. Not even a disco deserves that. <laughs> Look, I, I've been chased by the feds, all right? The place sucks. Hmm. I'll mention I've been there once or twice for an episode. It was okay. John just kind of overhears a conversation, just kind of raises an eyebrow and just kind of, in a very, I've heard this spiel before, just kind of goes back to his work. Um, this thing. I've been a lot of places, and usually I don't get chased by the government immediately. Oh, I'm going to ask John what the busiest hour usually is around here. 
Well, uh, probably going to say sometime between, oh, I don't know, say maybe between 9 and midnight. I'm going to write that down. So, I mean, how, how's the job for you? Uh, it's been going good. So what do you do around here? Just tend the bar? Uh, pretty much. You know, clean up after a while. Make sure no one really gets into any mischief. No. Uh, what kind of mischief could you get into at a discotheque? Well, you get drunk and you uh, eye the wrong person, and people tend to get angry. I make okay, sure that they eye the right person. Do they still get angry? This is important. I'm sorry. What was that? I said, what if you eye the right person? Do they still get angry? This is important. Uh, not as far as I've seen. Actually, complete opposite, in fact. Ugh. Do you have to clean the bathrooms? Uh, only if we show up late. Ugh. I'm kind of just going to make a face, too. Do not envy them. I will look at John. I'll tell him that I'm hoping to make cover this place part of a new episode. I'm uh, looking forward to talking with the owner and trying to get some information on this place. Maybe come back for some pictures. Hmm, this is kind of outside of your territory. I'll tell uh, him I got... Sorry. But uh, if you want to see the boss, the boss is pretty friendly, so uh, I think he's in a meeting right now, but uh, he, once he's done with that, should, uh, God. you know, be fine to talk to. Gonna film the disco suit in its natural habitat. John just chimes in, it's urban jungle. <laughs> I like you, John, you're all right. John just nods and kind of has a quaint smile. So I will say I'm willing to wait and look at the others and say I will wait as long as they, they're willing to. Alright. Uh, well, I think it usually takes in, like, he has this meeting every, uh, about this time every week, and uh, it takes about, usually about an hour, so uh, should be good once he's done with that. Who's he meeting with? I'm not fully certain. Uh, don't really uh, talk to them that much. It's a kind of a younger, uh, kind of this young uh, horse lady. God, I think she's probably about mid twenties. Uh, got purple hair for green highlight in it. Real interesting hair. Wait, does that match anything we know? That's what I'm exactly looking. It's like uh, it does. No. Looks like it does not. No, damn. I'm gonna hold up my notebook and just very quickly shake my head. Uh, young people, am I right? Says Aravia, who looks like she's in her late twenties. John is like, yeah, I suppose. They're all in their late twenties. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we will. Yes. <laughs> I mean, except for Bobby, who's a double that age. Yeah, but also a dragon, which also translates differently. Still, Yuhar's gonna just, uh, I guess, probably just drop some, t drop a tip in early, just say. Uh, here, I'm gonna just put this in for covering, covering for some something proper for some nights that you're probably gonna end up having. He just kind of looks and is like, "Thanks." I'm nope. gonna sorry. No problem. And then uh, you are gonna walk off from the bar. I am so sorry. I'm gonna tip him too and slip him a promotional pack about the show. It's got like pictures, schedules, and all that. All right, he, he just kind of is like, oh, thank you. I'm so sorry for both of them. So... Is there anything good around here? Uh, well, I got a... We got a pretty good mix, considering, you know, 
Now this stuff's not pretty. Usually you find the places that serve alcohol around here just serve like pretty mostly beer and just kind of wine. Uh, we actually have a pretty full stock uh, selection. Yeah, just give me whiskey. All what right. Wine pairs best with disco. <laughs> Is that going to be something your character says or just yes. that? Actual... I am, I am, I am, I'm asking both in and out of character. As I say, well, the wine that the wine that kind of mixes or with disco, a lot of it. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna look at him at look at John as to ask for like your best local flavor oh, of wine <laughs> of anything, whatever he thinks is best and is local. I love putting Lolo on the spot with liquor. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Hmm. That's just make what... something up. Uh, sure. Let, uh, he just kind of thinks about it, and he's like, hmm. Internally, he's like, what's the most expensive thing I can think of on the spot? Um, hmm. Well, our local tastes kind of tend to change a lot, but we just recently got in uh, this uh, really nice aged whiskey uh, here. Um, just got a couple bottles in. Uh, it's a little expensive, though. It's very nice, I can assure you. I'll tell him that'd be great. All right. Uh, so he pours you a shot and just kind of slides it over. We're not tracking money in this, are we? I don't know if I've written down how no, much we're money not. I have. Okay, no, so let's pay him then. You know, just pay him and drink it. Yep. I'm just going to do one, though, because, you know, we're on business. All right. So... Well, at this rate, can I actually just do a like general observation check for just looking for any like obvious or not, not obvious, but like out of place things to come back to later? Uh, sure, you can do a perception check. Um, let me see. Um, how about rather than doing rather than me giving you a difficulty level, how about you give me a difficulty level and I will give you something appropriate? So uh, two purples. All right. Roll a perception check with two purples. Let me get this I out. believe in you. All right. So let's see. Three successes. Wow. One, one threat. Um, nice. So um, you kind of look around. And you notice that uh, some of the trash is still like they're still picking up. Uh, I must have recently opened. So there's still quite a bit of trash around. Um, and you notice on, uh, I tell you, you kind of, I tell you, you kind of go all over. You kind of walk in the back as well. Yeah, walking back to wall, going through case in the place. So you notice uh, underneath a booth that's on the side of the wall. You kind of take a look underneath it, and you notice um, a you you see a. Uh, a essentially a blank business card on it, nothing printed on it, uh, but on it you find a um, you find a let's see do do you find a uh, let me give let me work real quick you find a you find a um. You find a business card on it that, written on it in pen, is the name Leland, 
uh, and also on it is a drawing of three eyes. All right, I'm going to just send a telepathic ping to everybody else, just saying what I found. And and as you do that, you see uh, one of the people that's cleaning around, uh, they notice you doing that, and they kind of walk over to you a little bit. And uh, they're like, oh, sorry about that. Uh, it's a little messy at the moment. Oh, no problem. I'm just, again, I'm fairly new, first time really giving a, just a look around. I heard this disco, this, this disco place was, was fairly popular. So I just thought, show up early before the party, see the kind of aesthetics of the place. It's quite nice. Oh, thanks. I guess, um, yeah. If you if you have any garbage, I don't I don't feel like just if you don't mind, just let us know so we can uh, kind of pick it up. No problem. At this, I'm guessing at this point, uh, you are gone ahead and just pocketed the card, right? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Thanks again. Thanks for all the work you put into this place. I know you don't you don't always you have some of the jobs that people tend to just make worse. So. You guys are doing a great job. And, and Yuhar starts walking back over to the rest of the group. Thanks. Um, okay. So you walk over to the rest of the group? Yeah. Uh, since there's no point in doing the ping at this point, just give Aravia, well, give Arya, Aravia, give the group just the nudge and just found something. I'm going to lean in real close to Yuhar and ask them. Um, what are the three eyes about? Fuck if I know. It's just, it's a weird thing on a card, which usually is a sign that A, either there's a drug trade, there's some drug transactions, there's a cult, or a little column A and a little column B. I'd like to roll Knowledge Society. All right. Oh, man, is there anything I can uh, use to help me with this? Let me take a look. Do, do, do. Um, what talents do you have um, when you purchase? Um, okay, so you do. Okay, so you do have two specialist knowledge knowledges, but not for society. Uh, not for society. Uh, research. What is Flash Finn society? Go cut up. Hang on. Um, let's see. You would. I mean, you do technically also have researcher, which uh, that really doesn't play until you roll yet. Um, let's see. Has anyone known for? Okay, so um, I would say just do it. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, would applied research or uh, flash of insight do anything? Uh, flash of insight. Let me check. Um, oh, flash of. Oh, God damn it! It's one of these. So I don't know this already. It just it won't tell you on the actual sheet for some reason. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the problem. And to be fair, like don't feel bad about this because we all don't use the talents as much as we probably could. Yeah, that's. Yes, that's <laughs> mostly combat oriented. So, yeah, a flash of let's see, flash of insight. Uh, um, a tier okay, one. when your character creates triumph and all a check, roll two bonuses and add the results for the check in addition to spending the triumph as usual. So, I guess I just gotta go ahead and roll that. I'll do that now. Yeah, you, you just need to roll it. All right, what difficulty is that? Oh, uh, let's call that. Um, think about society. Um, let's have that be a, let's have that be a hard, which okay, is that's, three. 
Okay. Okay, that is a triumph. With uh, uh, oh god, we have this thing again. Okay. And that's that means I roll two bonuses. Okay, so oh. we're gonna house rules this uh, because, um, just give it a reroll. Okay. Because uh, this is a very so uh, for the people listening at home, um, the roll outcome was two failures, three threats, and a triumph. Uh, and we had a problem last time in which a triumph ro was rolled, but it still counted as a failure. Um, which we were thinking of house ruling that to make that success, but with what that is, I'm just going to say that uh, count that as a reroll. Okay, well, that's a one failure. That is one that's... failure. So that is just, you do not recognize what it is. Your rolls are astounding. Uh, I guess I can try my own knowledge society to see if I heard anything just so, out on the open seas but so you are i will actually give you um you actually get a boost to that because you've seen this before oh it's still a hard check right uh for you it'd be a easy check which i think is one okay one and i guess one blue die or is that the boost is i uh, give it give it a blue die too <sighs> Well, oh boy. <laughs> uh, so that is a failure and three advantage. Uh, so what we'll say with this is you you don't remember exactly what it is, but you feel like you've seen it before. Can I look at it? Uh, sure. Go Should we ahead start and... using some story points or something? Uh, actually, um, how about this? Because this would make more sense. Um, Carnival, I'll let you redo that role as a uh, knowledge occult. All right, let's see how that goes. Fucking wizard shit. Oh, I I have less time. No logical, so that's. Uh, but it's easy. All right. Yeah, when has that helped at all? Do I keep the boost or keep the boost? God damn it! <laughs> Can I fucking do it? I need to see if this will roll it. Out. Roll it. Okay. I'm. Mind if I burn? Yes, burn. <laughs> burn. Burn okay. it. So this is going to be depressing. Is it easy for me or is it hard? It is easy for you because you also have seen it. Yeah, okay, this will be hilarious. Uh, boost die? Yes. You, <laughs> you got one advantage, which is not a success, but you did not fail. I mean, you did fail, but you didn't roll a failure. Aravian, does this seem, this seem familiar? I just can't put my... Does this look familiar to you? Oh, no, it seems familiar, but a lot of things seem familiar to me. Hey, Bobby, I can will... you come over and do an alternate <laughs> No, rail? fuck off, you're busy preparing. Yeah. I mean, I, I also I also have uh, a pretty good occult. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, try it. Give it a try. This is, yeah, this right. is So you don't get the boost try because you have not seen it before, but um, you can roll either Knowledge Society or Knowledge Occult. Uh, my knowledge society is trash, so I'll go with knowledge cult. Uh, um, what's go uh, for a cult? Uh, go two. Two purple. Two purple. All right. Fuck nope. me. What is uh, with so, these? So that is a failure and an advantage. Uh, so all of you kind of feel like you've seen this before, uh, but can't quite remember what exactly it goes for. Uh, at this point, uh, I'm gonna hold on. This, to this. Let's go, go. We'll bug Bobby. I'm sure maybe he'll remember. 
No, I'm I'm busy drinking. You you do that. I will quietly ask. We should look at the library or something. Uh, that's a good idea, actually. Uh, hmm. Uh, we could probably make a trip over there and be back within an hour. So are you, so since I have some advantages and tre- uh, threats to play with, uh, are you doing this in front of John? Are you doing uh, this at the bar? I would imagine so. And that's where Ravi has been the whole damn time. Yeah, so. yeah we didn't mention we moved, so. Yeah, so John kind of takes a look, just goes over and is like, oh, what, what you looking at? Uh, we found this thing that was just around in here. Don't worry. Like, it was just some weird oh. thing that I found. Oh, yeah. um, can I try something? Oh, sure. I'm going to tell him that it looks like it's some kind of old-timey pinup card like they used to have, like, a hundred years ago, and that, uh, we don't really want to be showing it around in public and roll my deception. Okay. Uh, I, you know what I'm referring to, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to do deception then. Okay. Um, that is going to be an opposed check. Um, let me think about what, okay, first off, let me figure out what the, po- the opposition to deception is. Vigilance, vigilance, I believe. Yeah. yeah, I think it's vigilance. Um, let's see. Deception is, in fact, vigilance. Um, so you're also dealing with a bartender um, who is also a bouncer, kind of. Uh, so vi- their vigilance is going to be high, or relatively high. Uh, so that is going to be... Um, oh, let me think. Uh, that is going to be... Can you spend uh, story points before roll? Is heavy, or do it's, have... no? It has to be before. Okay. Uh, so you can spend another story point. Only one. Uh, I mean, yes. Do we really oh. want to be burning all our story points this early on, though? Actually, how about this? I'm going to burn a story point and make it harder. Okay. So I will give you an extra point. Uh, so that is going to be roll your deception against um uh let's say one purple and two red okay this is a bad idea and yet (laughs) you got two successes in a threat um so he just kind of it's like huh okay and just kind of walks away for a bit I'm just going to quietly look at everybody and say we should go now. Yeah, yeah, we'll be back anyway, so. All right, so I take it you leave. Yeah. Or do you, or do you, or do you want to wait around for the uh, or him to get ready? Because I'd say like that, that burnt at least like 30 minutes. Oh, OK, so. Huh. Maybe 30, 45 minutes. Could I? One use person my... can stay behind and wait. Wait, X, what are you saying? Could I possibly use my charm to see if I can get more information out of John? Uh, sure. All right. Um, essentially, what I'm aiming for is I want to see if there's if he's seen anything that may have seemed out of the ordinary uh, in the discotheque in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll just say that you you can just ask him that, and that wouldn't really count as a roll. Uh, and he just he just tries to think. He's like, hmm. Or at least uh, just from asking, it was just kind of, hmm. 
see a, a lot of odd things, but uh, nothing really like super out of the ordinary. Nobody that that's about it. Nobody that stands out to you uh, as odd. No, well, the problem is we get a lot of odd people generally, so any specific odd people is kind of has to be super odd, but you can't really think of any. No one we've had to kick out. No one we've had to do anything with. The hell kind of club is this then? Because out of context, or out of context, out of character, rather, uh, the only character that we know of that has any ties to the Dancing Queen is Dolores. So I'm trying to see if maybe they've seen this particular... Maybe I should ask that. I, I, I kind of uh, uh, confer with... Uh, oh, crap. Character names. Ferris uh, over the notes and uh, ask have, if they've seen... If they've managed to see a, a, a wolf in their early 30s uh, at any point in the uh, discotheque. Have I? Not you, if John has seen. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, well, if you, I mean, you see occasionally there's a lot of wolves coming out of the border. Um, any particular other description for them? Uh, it'd be about average size. Hmm. Not, not that I've noticed. I'll have to take a look. But if I... Hmm. Problem is that I see so many people that I'm not really looking out for anything in particular until I get it gets called out. I mean, we have the name for Dolores, right? So why don't we just drop the name? Yeah, we could probably go with that too. Uh, they might have identified themselves as Dolores. Dolores, Dolores. That's a kind of old timey name. It's an old lady name, yeah. Hmm. Not. I'd have to really think, but not at the top of my head. People don't tend to get too friendly around here, do they? Well, they do, but then only they're trying to get friendly with everyone else. This isn't exactly a uh, kind of bar. I'm usually just part of the side. I'm not usually the main attraction, so to speak. Ah, but you're a bartender. You, you're the person people go to when they want to get a refreshment. Yeah, the but... Person, you're the person they want, to, they want to talk to when they've got some burdens to unload. Yeah, well, the problem is that usually the music gets a little bit too loud, and I only hear half of it. You'd be surprised what a good nod can kind of convey to someone. I guess the only other thing I can think of would be a little too... I'm worried about the, asking this question, because it might be giving stuff away, but um, have, have you seen, or have you... Un, no, how to word this. Uh, I was going to say, what are you trying to ask? Basically, I'm trying to hint at like seeing seeing something in like the trash being picked up, something out of the ordinary, something that shouldn't be there. In cleaning, in cleaning up the discotheque every night, has anything kind of surfaced that would raise eyebrows? Uh, hmm. I don't want to go too on the nose with with the question. I'm trying to lead. Maybe you could ask like, have you seen anything odd kind of discarded in the in the club? Yeah, have you seen anything odd discarded in the club? Well, you'd be surprised at and kind of disgusted at the things we've kind of seen uh, get used in the club. I wouldn't be surprised, but definitely disgusted. Uh, nothing I'd like to repeat. I'll tell him, please don't. Please don't repeat any of that. 
John just gives a chuckle. Like I thought you were gonna do a whole thing on discos in the wild. Like it's it's, it's a big part of it. I'll tell him that we have censorships to deal with. The uh, he, so he, I don't see any cameras at the point, but I, I'll, you know, there's some things you just don't repeat because it's just fun things about the job. It's a carnival of flesh, a disgusting den of debauchery, but not even the fun kind. You really do not like disco, do you? Disco is terrible. Do I look like the kind of person that enjoys disco? I will you don't say look that... like the kind of person who enjoys a lot. I was going <laughs> to say that first. <laughs> you guys are learning. Nice. I mean, there are things I enjoy. You just don't want me to enjoy them. Yeah, but that's the other part of the job you're going to learn soon. So, come on. All right. All that's, right. that's really all I can think of. All right. Um... So are you going to wait, try, go and wait around for uh, um, the person to get out of the meeting? Yeah, let's do, let's do, yep. yeah, let's actually, let's do that interview first and then head to the library or, and, Sounds good. and, or meet, meet up with uh, Bobby, depending on what happens. Well, Time what I was going to do uh, from a narrative standpoint is I, if that's all what you're going to do, I was going to actually see what Bobby was doing because I don't want to <laughs> leave Jeff DM out. That's yeah, fine, yeah. I'm just going to nurse my whiskey in the meantime. All right. Uh, so while you're kind of while they're doing that, so Bobby, what are you planning on doing? Does it show time yet? Uh, it's about. It's not one yet. Mm. Then continue off the others. All right. Um, Unless okay. Toby's done searching the rooms. Um. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we're, I'm going to go over to the we're going to go over to the other thing while I actually think about what I could possibly have that done or think about what Toby might have found. Um, OK, so let's go back to the discotheque real quick. Um, so you're all going to sit at the bar. And while that's going on. And I am at least. I mean, I'm I'm faking being uh, Ferris's cameraman so I can start doing the minor mining the braining. Brain bore. All right. Well, as you're all sitting there, um, you, uh, um, you kind of all are sitting at the desk and then, or sitting at the bar, uh, and then, uh, from up top, um, you see, uh, dressed in, uh, let's just say, very casual, uh, kind of clothing, a pair of jeans and a t shirt, uh, just walking down the stairs from the top area. A, uh, or a basically a twenty-five or t around twenty or mid twenties um, horse uh, horse lady that has uh, purple tail, purple hair with a bit of green highlight in it, uh, matching kind of the description that you mentioned. The person that the uh, guy tends to meet with, um, and you see her, or she just walks down the stairs. Uh, John sees her walk down the stairs and just kind of goes, I was like, oh, it looks like the boss might be done. Uh, looks like it's done with an appointment. All right, Ferris, you're up. <laughs> okay, we go in the library? No, uh, the boss is out, so. Okay. All right, uh, so. Actually, gonna... I, uh, before that happens, um, Aravia, do me a favor. Yes. Uh, roll a percentage die. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. 
yeah, okay, let's let's roll one of these. Got a thirty-eight. Okay. Uh so uh Ed she just uh the lady is just kind of walks out. Or walk is doesn't really notice you all and you see That's fine, because I was gonna out. intercept her anyway. All right. Um <laughs> you uh yeah, so I I take it. So how how do you do this? I uh get out of my seat and I walk up to her. She's walking by and I just go in for a handshake. Just right away. I'm just like, "Hey, nice to meet you." Uh, what were you talking I, with the boss about? Uh, she just kind of looks at you and is like, "Uh, hi there. Uh, I'm sorry, but that's confidential." All right. Um, at that point, I'm gonna uh, you hire no, gonna break. No. <laughs> Don't fucking brainball right away, goddamn! Fine, I'll wait till you're finished. <laughs> okay, so then Aravia, clearly seeing that she's been fucking left out to dry with a handshake, immediately puts a hand on the woman's shoulder, and just goes, "Okay, that's fine, but what are you doing around here anyway? Like, what what do you see in a disco?" Um, I see a job opportunity. Oh, what what do you do out of curiosity? Well, as, as you can, uh, and she just thinks is like, she kind of thinks for a moment. Uh, do me a favor, actually. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Oh, hold on. Let me. So. Oh, Damn, you're a monster. Uh, let's see. It's not like it hurts them or anything. I'm just trying to think about what skill do I want to do. Um, see, the problem is that there's no op opposing uh, opposition to perception checks. <laughs> um, do me a favor and roll cool. Roll average cool. <laughs> oh, this is sad, actually. Oh, Jesus. Oh God! All right, so you've rolled one failure. Mm -hmm. So as you pat her on the shoulder, and she just kind of takes a look at you, uh, and she sees the crew kind of behind you. Um, she just kind of thinks, "Is like, do do I know you?" Uh, I I don't know why you would. Am I, oh are you no! Supposed to? <laughs> um. So, uh, hmm. so just like, I feel like I've seen you before. I feel like you might have met somewhere. Could we have? I mean, maybe I've, I've met a lot of people and I, I don't remember all of them, though. I'd have, I would remember someone like you, probably. Hmm. Okay. At this point, Torpid, can I go ahead with the brain board? <laughs> no, just give me a minute. <laughs> it hasn't gone completely south yet. Uh, and she just kind of thinks it was a, like, all right, why are you interested in what I need to know or what I do? Uh, you know, y you look different. You looked interesting. And also this place is dead and I need someone to talk to that isn't most people. She just points a thumb over at the crew. The crew. And she just kind of looks over and is like, what does your crew do? I don't know what they do. I just do odd jobs. And she just kind of, she just kind of thinks about it and is like, hmm, 
It's like she just kind of thinks about it and just kind of looks you over one second. It's like, oh, is your name? I'm like, this might sound silly. Um, is your name Irene something? I Iris. Okay, so it is a rare name. And you're close. It's it's Aravia. And what might yours be? Uh, she just kind of looks at you and is like, and she just gets a big smile on her face. And she goes, my name's Somnia. You know my girlfriend. Oh. Oh, no. Thank you for listening to Hazeltown Story. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola DePuzzlo, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me more from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter at Lola DePuzzlo. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash and follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retro Rank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening and I hope you come around for the next episode.